Hey, it's Bill Simmons. Thanks for checking out this feed of my favorite interviews and best guests over the last seven years. Whether it's your first time or you're already in a deep dive, make sure you head to BillSimmonsInterviews.TheRinger.com for the entire archive. You can sort by genre, year, and more to easily navigate all your favorite people. Again, that is BillSimmonsInterviews.TheRinger.com. Enjoy. Nick Kroll is here. Hi. My son's hero. I, I, what I, the age range for Big Mouth. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know adults are watching, sure. but it's really like 10 to 15. It's become that show. We Re- talked about this last time. Yes. Now it's even, it's even crazier now. Is it? I didn't know it was going as low as 10, but that's. Oh, it sure is my friend. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Cause there's, there's that extra three years of people who shouldn't be watching the show yet. <laughs> Well, it's also like younger siblings. So it's like the yes. 13, 14 year olds start to watch. And then the, like the little brother, little sister, are like, well, if he gets to watch it, then I should be able to watch it. Yeah. That's how I watched everything. Like, you know, like, so that, so you I just want to catch up. You want to yeah. be advanced. Well, you I like two that, years ahead. That's how I watched like Porky's and Hot Dog uh, the movie yeah. and all those movies when I was like nine, yeah. eight, seven, you know? God bless Hot Dog the movie. Oh my god! My my brother also showed me though The Exorcist when I was five. Oh, that's not good. That did not. That didn't was it not led led to a good taste in my mouth for horror films. Yeah, that's bad. But Hot Dog the movie, forever. great taste. Yeah, I've been in love with ski <laughs> movies ever since. It's thirty fifth anniversary. I don't know why we're not <laughs> celebrating really? it. No, I know it's nineteen eighty four. Yeah, yeah, there it's one you of go. The great things in nineteen eighty four. So I was on. Um, as I've told you before, my son obviously is watching this, but. I was on a soccer trip with my daughter uh-huh. and all of her team were staying in a hotel. We're staying overnight. Cause it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. And all the parents are downstairs and the kids are all in my room and I go back to get something and, and I'm trying to get in with the key card and I hear all the kids are, turn off, turn off, turn off. And they couldn't turn off whatever they're watching. I open up and it's your show. Oh. And it's right as somebody's like, and that's why you have to lick her pussy. <laughs> and they all start laughing. I'm like, what are you guys watching? And they're uh, like, ah. And how, I'm like, are you watching Big Mouth? Yeah. How old are they? That, that was 13 year olds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so, they thought they were in trouble. And I'm like, I'm cool. I'm yeah, not going to tell anybody. Like, we're I'm, good. I'm the cool dad. Yeah, we're I, cool. I mean, I think there's something to the idea when you're that age, especially of like, what's the thing I should, the thing right above me that I shouldn't be watching. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like when I was a kid, I was a little, South Park was already, I was in high school or college. So it wasn't that, but if I had been that, it would have been South Park. It would have been that show or that thing that's like, it's just out of reach for what you think you should be watching or that you think your parents are going to be mad at. Yeah. And that, and I think, I guess we seem to be fitting right into that, that sweet spot. Well, in the eighties, it was movies. Yes, Exactly. And I guess like HBO had first and 10, but that wasn't like smart. It just had, you know, boobs every once in a while. Yeah. And, but, but I remember like late night being, cause I didn't have cable growing up, but I would go to my friend's house and watch HBO and it would be like Rambo's, even stuff like that, where I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm too young to be watching Rambo, but I'm going to watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was more of the, it was more that Porky's era yes. of all of those movies, which yes. I made for years and years and years. Yes. Porky's for sure. And that was like, for me, that was like sleepover movies. That was like, I was at someone's house and like they had older brothers and the parents were away. And so I feel honored to be in that, in that, uh, that realm of the things that kids are worried. I mean, so, but I will say like, we're very 
now season one we made it we kind of were just making it for us like we're making it for people like who i my friends and and maybe you know younger into college or whatever we didn't know kids would be watching it but w- we were trying to be responsible to it and now we're aware of it and we are we are trying to be aware that kids might be watching so like whatever we're saying is on some sort of like scale of the what the message is is like a decent message does that make sense does that compromise the show, though? Are you we in try the writer's to. room? Like, oh. Well, we're, like, I will have moments where I'm, like, we are we are delving into after-school special now. Yeah. And so we will pull back off of that. Like, it has to be funny first. If it's not funny, then it doesn't get in. But once it's funny, we we are trying to make sure that what we're saying, if a kid is watching, that the lesson or the, the, the message they're getting is one that we are comfortable with. Right. But... But never at the expense of it being funny. Like, it has to be funny. My son had this, they had like a birds and the bees thing. Mm-hmm. He was, this was, I think, at the end of fifth grade last year. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, the school, it's not like they're going to explain sex, but they're going to talk about it a little bit. And yeah. so they asked the kids, like, and when you come, there's going to be a question. Or you can ask a question if you want. And um, so he was telling us about this. And I was like, oh, is this going to be weird, this thing? He's like, no, I've learned everything from Big Mouth already. <laughs> and then we were like, what's your question going to be? And he goes, I'm going to ask how to clean up a wet dream. <laughs> and I was like, don't ask that. That's going to go terribly. Please don't do that. So he, so I think we talked about that one. Right. But that's your influence. Well, now. I'm... S- <laughs> <laughs> He's 11 at the time. But we are, you know, we're breaking the ice. We're breaking the ice for giving you the opportunity to tell your son how to clean up his wet dream. Yeah, I'm yeah. not ready yet. No, yeah, I know. Sitting right over there I watching know. a hey, super hard. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Uh, the but answer is, is, the answer is stuff it into the pantry and yeah. don't say a word. And, and like, uh, someone will clean it up and, and it will be discussed or not. Or frame frame one of your siblings yes. for it. yeah. Or dump water on the sheet afterwards. Like, oops, I spilled. I guess I got to clean this oops, up. I've spilled four gallons of water <laughs> on my sheets. Sorry about Sorry. this uh, vanilla. I spilled a diet vanilla coke. ice cream and diet coke on here. <laughs> Root beer float before bed in the morning. It oh. is. It is crazy though. I mean, everybody had different ways to learn about sex and yeah. all different. For me, it was like, you know, my dad. I think. Mm-hmm. I think he was getting Playboy or somebody sure. was and just reading like the letters. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, and you're yeah. tanning and be like, oh my God, yeah. what does that mean? Stimulate the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. The penthouse forums and yeah, stuff all that like stuff. that. Yeah. So Andrew, my partner in the show, his dad had every Playboy from like 1970 to like 1990 or something like that. And he kept them in a crawl space, like inside of Andrew's closet. So Andrew discovered them when he was like around that age and was crawl space. You know what I mean? It was like a dirty little crawl space. What a great thing to find in a crawl space compared to what the possible alternatives are. I found a a skeleton. I know, like a decomposing body. No, I found all my his dad. He found all (laughs) of his dad's Playboys, and he and he would, of course, he was he he you know he he chucked he checked them out, and then his dad found out. Because the way his dad found out is because they were they were no longer in like numerical order. Oh, like his dad trying was to like catch him, yeah, like a serial killer. Yeah, and he was the only thing he was mad at. Not that his son was like stealing his playboys to 
jerk off, but that he wasn't putting him back in like perfect numerical order. It's just like an OCD perv. He's like, where's number 27? Yeah, where's yeah, where's fall not 71? <laughs> she the biggest bush in the world. Sorry that your son's here. No, he's he's heard yeah. it off. Yeah, Thanks okay, to good. you. Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, season three was a big deal. Okay, good. And it's fun because the first show, the first season comes out. Yeah. People are like, what's this? Yeah. Oh, Nick Crow, John Mulaney. I yeah. like those guys. They yeah. try it. Yeah. Then season two, it's like, ah, could it be good as season one? Yeah. Now it's like it feels like you could do 10 seasons. Well, I think we're, you know, we're, it's a, it's such a interesting thing because you're always trying to figure out like how many do you have in the, how many stories do you have? You know what I mean? Every show I think is like, it, it do, do we have enough? And I think we've got a lot more stories that we want to tell and a lot more sort of areas to hit. And it's just such a rich area of kids like in this puberty, but also like identity, figuring out who they are, what they want to be. And then, you know, we have some episodes this season, like you go back to Duke Ellington losing his virginity and like yeah. going back to like, not you know, Washington, D.C., Atlantic City, 1913. So we it's starting to be able to play with the form more. Um, but and I love that Duke episode. I actually and then there's the like disclosure, the musical episode. Uh, do you remember disclosure? Do you remember when it came out? The movie? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Weirdly, one of the most dated movies of all time. It feels yes. like it came out 230 years ago. It's crazy. He's using the internet with, yeah. with gloves. And- yeah, and it's and he goes into the internet to go only to go into a virtual file cabinet. Yeah. Inside of it, it's very weird. That movie in the net came out within a yes. year, and yes. it was both like imagining the worst possible weirdest ways we'd use the internet, and it yeah. was never just, yeah, you're just going to be on a computer typing. Yeah, no, it's always this mouse. extra level of it. It was like in that period of time, those period of movies where Michael Douglas was too sexy for his own good. Yeah. You know, it was like... Uh, they, women couldn't stay away from him. Basic Instinct, Fatal Attraction, and then and then Disclosure was like the final and the trifecta of Michael Douglas. Watch out. Women are going to want to kill or sue you because you're so right, hot. You'll throw away your career to yeah. get a chance at this guy. I, it's all going to happen. So we, like, doing that episode was kind of fun and weird. And, you know, we, it's just like, I think our goal is to keep the beauty of streaming or at least being what where we are right now and on Netflix, not on network, is it doesn't have to be 22 refillable, yep. you know, like we don't have that pressure. So we can really try to take some weird chances and then keep, hopefully keep the show fresh, you know? So you and you even had uh, two of the character, two of the male characters got together oh, in yeah. season three. My son was telling me about it, yeah. matter of factly. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Jay and the other guy. And yeah, Matthew, that's it. It's yeah, ma- yeah, and Matthew has a boyfriend, and like, you know, it's like what kids are going through now, and like, we're trying to like, you know, my goal is like, you know, everybody's everybody's doing their thing, figuring out who they are, and try not to lay too much judgment on it, and let and let everybody figure it out, you know. And you, there was a little pushback on how you handled that, but it seemed it seemed slightly unfair. It was. It was the pushback was about. Um, Ali Wong is on the show as a pansexual yeah. girl. And so she comes in and really it's partly in service to Jay, who is bisexual or he thinks of it, he's figuring out what his sexuality is. So she comes in and she says, I'm pansexual. I like everything. You're bisexual. Bisexual is very binary. You like yeah. men and women. And we put out Netflix, put out that clip of it. And when you look at it out of context, it was uh, people in the bi community were saying and uh, that it felt like it was limiting 
that bi actually means that two or more genders, like that it's a much more fluid. I didn't mean for you to have to go into this whole I, thing, by I the know, way. I'm I was so, just bringing it up. I know, but I'm so subsumed in it now. And yeah. I don't know if you've dealt with it where you get something pops on you and you're like, okay, I got to like. You're I'm, on the hamster wheel. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was interesting because it was, and we, we, we apologize for it because honestly, we were like, you know what? We could have done this definition better. We are hearing what you're saying, and we're, we'll try to do better. It's a complicated thing talking about this, the human sexuality. It's challenging. And, and for at least for me, I was like, you know, it's weird that you have this feedback loop that you can put something out and that people can comment to you, and you have to deal with that. And, and you can't, I mean, I guess you can ignore it, but it's hard to. So I'm like, all right, where well, there is this feedback loop where we put something out. You don't like how we define this. We're we're listening to you. We will try to do better. But the thing is, the overall mission of the show, yeah, I thought it was really important that you tapped into some of this stuff. And the reality is, there's certain people that just are never going to be 100 percent happy with how you did something. Yes, that's know? what. That's and what, that's the balance of like, do we apologize? Do we respond to this? Yeah. Or is it just people who are going to be unhappy with whatever? And in this case, it seemed like, all right, well, yeah, we're. We're trying here. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We'll is, try to do better next yeah, time. Yeah, and that's what it is. And there, there were enough people that it was like, okay, we've clearly n hit a nerve. Let's yeah. look at it. Let's honestly take a look at what we said in the show, even if it's even if we eventually say a lot of the things that they were like, why don't you say talk about this? Like in the episode, we get to that. But I was like, you know what? Sure. Like we're like, but it is this. It's the tricky thing when you are talking about complex issues, especially around something like human sexuality. And, and right now where so many people are figuring out what their identity is and really defining themselves based on that identity, that you're going to, we're going to run into things where we're going to get it wrong or that, or that definitions change or that like certain people. I mean, what was interesting is once I started reading into it, you're like, oh, there are, there are differing opinions within this yeah. community. Yeah. So there are people in that world. And what we realized that we were tapping into was something that was really a larger discussion conversation happening uh, independent of our show. And so, you know, it's like, well, we will just try to do better. I think it was important that you did it, though, because I've noticed I have a 11 year old son, 14 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. And granted, we're in L.A., so things are a little faster. Here. Yeah. But um, and faster, I mean, just a little more progressive. Yes. Um. But I've noticed their attitudes yes. toward all of this stuff is just so different mm -hmm. than like, 35 years ago. Yeah. You're talking about trans kids in their class. Yeah. It's like, not it's, it, the, it's not even something they would even talk about. It's like, oh yeah, that person's trans. Yeah. Um, bisexuality, all these things. It's just part of being in school now. It and is a it is a generational thing. Totally, it is like it, it people the pronouns, all that stuff. Yeah. Like they don't they don't even think twice. It's just part of yeah. what their life's like. It's and it's like and it's the landscape is changing and like and and I think like there are things that people older than kids today are like. What do you mean? Like that's crazy. I support this, but come on. And and there's plenty of that that is like there are things where every every community and group you're like people you, there's going to hit a point where you're like I think this is going too far but I also think that kids now are so much more cool with it and so much more down with like however you want to identify yourself it's like people our age that are like I'm I I'm I don't understand da, da, da. and it's like 
it's just generational shit. It's like just like when we were growing up and our parents couldn't understand how we could do X, Y, and Z, and like their parents before them couldn't understand how they were doing what they were doing. And, you know, it's just like keep, shit keeps moving. It's shit. crazy because, like, I think 25 years ago, maybe 26, but when Melrose Place. Yeah. It was like, they were going to show a gay kiss. Yeah. And then Fox was like, no, you're not showing that. And they had to like cut away from it. Yeah. And it was a big deal. And then you just think like the checkpoints we've hit the last it's, two and a half decades. I know. In the last 10 years. And now it would be like, it would honestly be weird if you had a big mouth season and you didn't dive into this. Well, that's what I think we feel like. Look, the show started with about the, based on me and Andrew Goldberg's childhood and and our experiences, and we we had these other characters that we started to explore, and then like as we continue to build out, that's the beauty of doing a longer, you know, you do more episodes, and all of a sudden you've built enough backstory where you're like, all right, let's find out like what would it be like for Matthew to be in a relationship, all right, like let's find out like what's going on with Lola, like let's see what like like you know what or or. Let's go home with Missy. Let's let's see what happens when Missy gets angry. Like, how does yeah. a girl who's like a sweet, nice, dorky girl, like, what is it like when she starts to feel anger? I wanted to ask you yeah, yeah. how you get all the celebrities. Uh, we've been very lucky. That it's like a shocking amount of people that everybody either likes or finds funny or is on their way up or whatever. Yeah, well, we got, I mean, we, we put together the... F- the show really is like, honestly, my friends, the original cast, all those people, Jason Manzoukas, John Mulaney, Jesse Klein, Jenny Slate, Jordan Peele, Maya Rudolph, Fred Armisen. They're all people. The The first five names are the people I went to college with John Mulaney. Yeah, it's like your generation. It's my crew. Jesse and I met early on. Jenny and I, I mean, those are all. And then like over the last 10 years, I've become friends with Jordan and Maya and Fred. And then. After that, we just started bringing people in, and I think people saw season one and liked the show. And then, and sometimes it's like Tandy Newton, who plays uh, Missy's hormone monstrous, um, who's on Westworld and done a ton of stuff. Like, got the call about the show, liked it, and then, and then her daughter was like a massive fan. So it's like we we have that version of it where it's like you know like we talked, but like. You know, you're like, my kid loves the show. So it, it adds that level of people wanting to be involved. And um, you have, you probably have people just volunteering to be on. Yeah, we've got nice incoming stuff now where people are like, you ever want us? Like all the rappers want to be on the show. It's a, <laughs> which is the funniest. Like Lil Yachty, Tyler, the creator, those guys really? are like in touch. Yeah. And that makes me very happy. But it probably, there's some that are probably awkward where, they're definitely not going to be on the show, but you <laughs> right, have to pretend. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah. Let me, uh, I'll th- let me get your number. And but I'll- it is, I will say this, like, it's an interesting thing in Hollywood. I think it's, I- I've seen it when it's incoming where someone's like, hey, I'd love to be on the show. And you're like, great, we'll keep you in mind. And it's like, there's an ego thing that you have to swallow to be like, I would love to be a part of your thing. But I find that, like, it's nice. Then now those guys are like, I want to be on that show. And I'm like, cool. When I'm thinking about creating a character, like it never hurts to know that person would be interested, you know. And and we've and then the queer eye guys came into the show this year, and they're great. And uh, who else? I mean, Carol Kane. I mean, there are people who I'm like psyched about. Carol Kane plays the menopause banshee. I mean, Carol Kane, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Martin Short going way back. Mer- Martin Short plays the 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 uh, Canadian moose masseuse turned uh, illusionist, struggling with his sexuality. Do you um, let them ad lib at all, or are you sure? Always, yeah. our, our you know, whenever we have people coming in, and whenever possible, we we uh, record together. So like, if I if I can, it's 
me and Jason are in the booth together. Me and John are in the booth together. Jenny, you know, me and Maya, if we like whenever possible, because we always will improvise and find stuff together. So like the whole reason I'm hiring or bringing in those people is because they're genius comedy minds. And we try to write the best script we can. I never want anyone to feel like they have to improvise, but yeah. I want to bring in their, and then slowly their, their things, their quirks start to infuse the character. So Andrew starts one way. And after three seasons with John, like Andrew has mannerisms that are more like John Mulaney than they are like Andrew Goldberg, you know, Jason Manzukis, you start to feel, we start to write to like, you know, Jason likes to say, like, I cheesed in my jeans, you know, or <laughs> right. like, so we just start writing that Jay says, I cheesed in my jeans, you know? So we're always just trying to bring in those people's vibes, you know? Paul Thomas Anderson? PTA, I would love he to. Must lo he must love the show. Well, like, he, Maya, you know, Maya, Maya's, Maya's on it. it. Yeah, I wonder if Paul's. You got to just ask him. Yeah. There's we no wanna, way he had, he's probably the, waiting to be asked. He, I will tell you, know, here's the coolest for me, or I mean, PTA being the coolest, but also I met uh, Alfonso Cuaron, directed Roma and yeah. Gravity. Oh my and God. Tu Mama Tambien and all those movies. I met him at a Netflix party and he had worked with Mark and Jen, my other partners years ago. And I met him and he was like, he's a, he's a big mouth fan. And so That's I was, incredible. so I was like, and I met his kids. His son is an animator. His daughter's like super cool. They're teens, like a little older than your kids. And he's like, I watched the show with my kids. I love it. And for me, like, that was crazy. That was the craziest to have the guy like who directed, like who won like two Oscars last year being like, oh, you know, like that to me is the fucking cool. That's nuts. I was in, I was in uh, Italy with my girlfriend and we were on like a nice, like romantic vacation and he was there and I texted him randomly like, Hey, I'm in Italy. Are you here? He's like, yeah, come by. He's in the, on the coast. So I rent a car, but I don't know how to drive stick. Oh no. Uh, and I, but that was the only car they had. So I like get it. My girlfriend tolerates me like failing to drive stick yeah. to, for two and a half hours to get to Quaron's house. Two and a half hours? Yeah. But I'm like, I can do it. I, but it was like stalling the whole way. We get to Quaron's house and he's in a car coming down the hill and it's in this little Italian thing and my car stalls. And I'm like, the, you know, and I and I stall going down a hill and I, I don't know, like, I'm sure you grew up driving stick, yeah. but like getting getting up a hill driving stick. It's it's. You it put some chest hairs on your chest. Oh, oh man! Or it makes you lose all of your <laughs> right, right. hair. So, <laughs> so we. I get up the hill. Finally, we have a nice afternoon. It was really. It was so cool. Like he, because he's he's such a good, chill fucking dude. Yeah. And then we had the nicest time. He's like, "All right, I'll walk you out." And we walk out, <laughs> and he watches me stall. Like I cannot oh. get the car in gear to get out of his house, and I'm just like. This fucking, you know, I was like, I thought I was becoming friends with this dude. And now, now, he's, he's, yeah. now he's watching he's me stall in my little Fiat because the, emer the emergency brake was up the whole time. Anyway. Oh, that was the problem? Oh, that, that was the problem. But it's, that's the coolest thing is having a guy, like those kind of guys, like those guys who I, who I have tremendous respect for, say they watch it. And specifically, uh, Quaron watches it with his kids, you know. And you have to create a Chang character. I know. Ooh, that's like a, a good idea. Frustrated chef. Yeah. yeah. Or just and like got a tiger mom yeah. just yelling at him on the side. Jacked time. Asian chugging milk. <laughs> Playing golf and cooking yeah. mac yeah. and cheese. Just screaming at kids on a golf course. <laughs> Competitively <laughs> playing great episode. golf. I love that story of the Chang that says, but he drank like a gallon of milk every day, and that's why he's bigger than everyone in his family. Yeah, he seems to be convinced that's true. I know, but and that boy, have you seen Hugo? That boy the is boy, yeah, that, Chang. Yeah. 
We're talking about David Chang. Yeah. Who's our mutual friend. Yes. His son, I the the it's my favorite Instagram of it's all the, the Instagrams. It's the best. He, he looks a, like he's like a little mini emperor the he way is. he dresses. And he's got the perfect, big, huge. He's like a, yes, he's like a mini Chang. Yeah, he's a mini he really David is. Chang. He's just this like, my, and Hugo, I don't know, he's the cutest, but it's fun seeing him as a dad. Yeah, it's, I've enjoyed it. I, it did all the things I thought would happen with him. Yeah. Which where, is what, like, mel did it mellow him out or no? Yeah, it just turned him into a big sap, which mm -hmm. I was telling him was going to happen. Some some friends you have were like, oh, man, you're going to turn into a sap yeah, when you have yeah. a kid. And you just know they're going to do. It happens when people get dogs sometimes, too, where yeah. they just turn into saps. Well, sometimes those people who have no feeling, you all of a sudden, they're like, I got a dog. And, like, two years later, they're like, I'm not eating meat. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, I love my dog so much, I can't imagine eating yeah. another animal. And I'm like, fuck. My dog's my soulmate. Ben, come on over. Come on over, Ben. Let's do it. Come on over, Ben. Let's do it. He's been waiting. So patiently to hear. This is exciting. Ben has some questions. Yes. Ben, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here. Why? <laughs> you look nervous. I can't believe this. I am. This Why is like the biggest day of my life. Come on. <laughs> what are you, what's your number one question? What's going on with Jesse? I mean, yeah. is, is she moving or not? Oh. I'm so scared. Oh, nervous okay. Ben. This is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He okay. never gets nervous. So what's going on with Jesse? So, because do you want to, so for those who might not know, what would you say has happened to Jesse this, like this year? A little more depressed. Yeah. From her with yeah. Shannon. Yeah. Canardina broke up with Shannon. This is, this guy's, this guy's He's got it down. He's watched season three twice. Okay. So you really prepared. know. Okay. So, yeah. So Canardina breaks up. Jesse, his parents got divorced. Her mother's having an affair with uh, the cantor at, at their synagogue. Um, Jesse's mom decides she wants to move into the city, right? Yeah. And so now Jesse is stuck trying, we don't, I mean, what do you think's going to happen? They're is gonna she, move. Is she moody like Zoe? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like that's the Zoe proxy character. Yeah. If yeah. Zoe had a character in Big Mouth. Just it would say be Jesse. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen you nervous before. This is unbelievable. <laughs> He's playing nervous, cool. Ben. But I I gotta say you have a very good breakdown of the of this and the the, the depression kitty is Jean Smart by the way, oh, who's awesome. Jean Smart. And when she records, Jean Smart's like a cool, really cool actress. She was in Fargo season three. Season yeah, two. He didn't see that. If you want, she was, you, you know, designing women, of course. Uh, no, you wouldn't know. John. But when she's Jean a famous Smart, actress from the 80s and yeah, 90s. And when she does the, when she does the depression kitty, she will like need the table like she's a little kitty when she does it. <laughs> and she purrs beautifully. So Jesse's got some depression. Um, and she's, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's like, a, what, I mean, what do you So hope? you're worried about Jesse? Yeah, I'm really worried. I yeah. need her to stay. What did you think? Because I was surprised people, were you bummed out at the end of the season? No. You weren't? Actually, yeah. With, yeah. Wait. with Rick and Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I was so sad. Yeah. Like, what were you sad about? Explain it to us. All right. So how this all started was, first of all, disclosure of the play. They were doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Nick was casted as... Well, the main character and Missy was the boss, the sexual boss. Yeah. Okay. Michael Douglas and, to me more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the play never went on because um, Mr. Gleiser, is that his name? Lizer, yeah. Gleiser, yeah. Yeah. Um, it Rob it was sexist, I guess. Yeah. And Jesse, Matthew, all those people were not happy. Mm-hmm. And then um, they did the musical number, which had a kiss in it. This mm -hmm. was the season finale? This was the pre-season pre pre, the, the pre finale. Okay. And then they kissed, and then Andrew saw it, and then he was very mad. Yeah. Because oh. Nick, Andrew, and Missy have a history together, and then Nick 
makes out. They have a showmance, Nick and Missy in so this you, episode. So you're pulling a little early 90s Fox yes. love triangle drama. Exactly. Very smart. So then the but last- This is Ben's first love triangle. Right. He's not so, used to love triangles. Right. So then that last, the last episode is the, is the, is, you, I mean, I'm curious to hear your explanation of it. Um, I like the superhero part. Yeah. So that's really cool. I like so, yeah. So all the, the final episode of the season is this, all the kids have these sort of superhero roles that they're playing. They all have special powers. Wow. And it's sort of through the, did you understand, did you see that it was the, how the lens, like the point of view of how they all, why they were all superheroes? Not really. So we have a kid who's Went like, over his head. well, there's a kid who's on the spectrum, Caleb, the kid who. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, um, he can't process like, emotions yeah. and stuff yeah so we were saying like it's his view of what was happening socially in the ah. scene is through superhero narratives and what's really happening is nick and andrew are getting in a fight uh because andrew's pissed that he, nick he saw nick make out with missy oh, yeah I was and it's and so the end of the season i mean as spoilers i don't know how you do spoilers here i think we're good with spoilers okay no, so i mean you can do them. yeah well so it, it just it, it it they they're left in a moment where these kids who have been best friends do you have do you have best friends who, yeah yeah I, I have like two and would well, he's, you he's very he's very guy code yeah do you, you are you tight with your child. boys have you yeah. had a have you yeah would you ever make out with your friend's ex of course not there you no. go yeah, he would never do that that's good yeah. but so if it happened if it happened to you, would you be like? I'd be pissed off. He I'd would go fight them. Full on Andrew. <laughs> yeah, he would fight them. He would. He would yeah. flip out. Ben, give us your predictions for season four. Oh, I think Jesse's gonna move. Yeah. I think Andrew and Nick are gonna fight. Yeah. I'm praying that they they're friends again. Oh, like, that's cool. They, they fight, were, then become friends. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. They're like my favorite people. Yeah. Uh, show. What about Jay? What do you think about Jay? Yeah. I want him to be bisexual. Yeah. I want him to date that girl, the new girl. Oh, Allie. Yes. Allie Wong. Allie oh, Wong yeah, plays yeah, a yeah. pansexual girl. Okay. And what about um Lola? Lola. So much with Lola. I think Lola and Gina should date. Okay, Lola wow. and Gina should this date. Shows I like a free for all. Yeah, it you wanted a... to ask him how he did the voices. Oh yeah, how? he doesn't understand how you make different voices that sound. He doesn't okay. understand that talent all right. and how you're just able so, to do that like a switch. Okay, so let's do. Uh, uh, you give me a couple. Who who do you want to hear? I let's do a scene. I'll do a scene. I'll do a scene with you where I'll play a couple of different characters. Coach a, Steve. Coach. All right, my dude, here we are, you know, Bill Simmons, the ringer, hanging out, Vans t-shirt, you know. Oh, my God, I actually really like that t-shirt. It's very cool. And I like your beanie. Your beanie's very cool. He just turns the switch on. That's he can right. do it. You just turn the switch on, and the next thing you know, here you are, <laughs> right where you began. So the lesson, Ben, is only a few people in the world can do all these voices like this and become different characters. Like in South Park, what is Trey's doing? Trey's like doing 80% of yeah, those? Yeah, doing a crazy amount of them. Seth MacFarlane's doing a ton of some, them. Just some people have this talent. But Maybe I would be used someday. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I do. yeah, I mean, I started when I was your age. I was Andrew and I, Andrew Goldberg, who I created the show with, he and I were best friends when I was, when we were your age. And we would watch Saturday Night Live and we watch Wayne's World and we watch all those movies and we would just do ske sketches together. We'd do bits like, 
if I had been around, if, if this show had been around, we probably would have done those voices with each other. We started making videos together. And then you're doing some of that yeah. now already. Yeah. He's got some creative friends because we live in LA. Of course. So he's got friends that can That's like amazing. cut movies. That's awesome. Make hip hop songs amazing. and all this stuff. And those ki- those guys the, or the, and girls, whoever you're making that stuff with, like, you know, those are the people like who you could end up working with. Like, I mean, I've known Andrew since first grade. So like 25 and then 13, we started doing this kind of stuff together. And so you were 13, 13, we started doing like we would host talent shows as Wayne and Garth, you know, and now 25 years later, we created the show together. So like those, those, those folks you're working with, those, your, your buddies now, like keep making stuff with them and keep fucking around and like start doing those voices now and you'll, you'll figure it out. Well, you know, what's amazing about his generation. Mm -hmm. They're so good at just, they just have things at their disposal that you and I did not have. Not at all. We had the giant heavy camera. Yeah. And then if you actually wanted to edit stuff, you had to get a second VCR, <sighs> buy the cables that cross them over, and just chop edit them. Yeah. His generation, it's like they're you on make their iMovie. Yeah. Or you, you can make you have iPhones that are like nicer than any camera we had in 1991. Well, I remember when I first moved to New York in the early 2000s, and I bought a camera to like make auditions and stuff like that. And yeah. the iPhone now is a and that camera was like three thousand dollars. The yeah. iPhone now is a better camera. Better sound than anything we were using in in two thousand three. Just delete a take. Yeah, go to the Done. next one. But it's yeah. like w- he, he has friends that are like eleven and twelve who can actually legitimately edit really movies. They're not like you know they're not the Godfather, but <laughs> not yet. They're movies that yeah. were you know they're in different scenes and it's actually it's awesome. coherent. That's so a- I, I my theory is that like ten years from now there's going to be all these awesome filmmakers. I think so because they all are getting that. I mean, it's starting to happen now. They're all. Are you making stuff? Yeah, yeah. actually, I'm in the middle of a movie right now. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> what is it? What's <laughs> it? <laughs> tell the movie. Yeah. So, no, you got to tell them the plot. It's based off this book I'm making. Oh, cool. I love Halloween. Yeah. Because I was almost born on it. Nice. And he I, was. He he was three hours away from. Thirty or three. He was November first. Okay, but it was. I was really rooting for it because I love Halloween and Michael Myers. Yeah, and I was like, "Come on, come on!" And just three a.m. He's just three hours. Always a little late. Yeah. So. So you, you, but but you do love Halloween. So he's making a horror movie right now. Right. He loves horror movies. Yeah. Explain the plot. Um. Basically, these two kids are best friends Uh from like since they're little kids, and a murderer Mm -hmm. just landed from outer space. Uh huh. And he needs to disguise as, like, a regular, normal person. Mm-hmm. But these kids are catching on to him. And soon, the murderer is going to come out and start murdering people. Oh, yeah. No. So, he's, he's, like, the neighbor, and they know it's, like, a something's wrong with the neighbor, yeah, which is, yeah. always works it's as classic. a it's a What's wrong with that yeah, guy? What's yeah. he carrying from the trunk? Yeah. And they're kind of on him. Have you cast your the neighbor yet? No. no, not yet. I mean, I am a working actor. and All right, we can get yeah. Nick Kroll as the neighbor. <laughs> you come, you need him. Yeah, if you in. need me to be a creepy neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> let me know. Can you carry stuff from a trunk? Oh, very well. That's yeah, what I do so, best. But the cool thing now is, like, you're not looking around the giant, No. you know, that 3,000-pound yeah, like, camera. Yeah, and, and then, like, going back and editing, you can cut it right away and see what you got. That's awesome. Just keep keep making, just do it. What make, other, make stuff. any other questions before we go? Yeah, any other questions? Um, not really, actually. Not your one three, single right? question. <laughs> Where did badminton go? He, he was Oh, the badminton. Yeah. The badminton is Coach Steve 
uh, has a has a bad mitten that he wears. That's like his evil. So he's like, you know, I'm gonna fucking kill you. You know, it's <laughs> right. like that version of it. the badminton will be back Good. at oh, the some badminton. point. The badminton will make his way back. Don't worry. Everybody's coming back in other ways and forms. And then you know we're gonna do a spinoff show. Oh yeah, but yeah. oh I was saving this for I didn't tell you. Yeah, just got announced today. Yes, yes. I was saving it for his reaction. Yes. All right, tell him about the. So we're doing show. a show in the world, uh, a workplace comedy in the world of the monsters. You know, at the end of season two, where the kids, oh, you, you know, yeah. you go up to the department of puberty up up in the where the hormone monsters work. We're doing a show that's going to be up there. So it'll be the hormone monsters and the shame wizards and the <laughs> depression kitties and all the other characters. And it's going to be a show that takes place up in that world. Oh, yes. I've been waiting. <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, cool. I'm What's glad. What's the name of the show? It's called Human, Re Human Resources. It's going to be Human Resources. We manage people. So it's like. This is great. Yeah. It'll be about. So because Big Mouth is really about. Kids going through puberty. Human resources is going to let us tell all these other stories about different moments in life. Yeah. So, like, you know, first job, uh, divorce, uh, cancer, birth, uh, first love, all these other things that, like, you know, are huge parts of, like, what the human experience is like. When does this get shortened to HR when the, yeah. the big fans are yeah. like, see HR yeah, last yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll happen fast. HR boffos and, uh, you know— <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it's going to take a little while for us to make because we got to keep making Big Mouth, yeah. but it'll come soon. Are the kids ever going to age in Big Mouth? They are slowly aging. So like the end of season three is the end of seventh grade. Yeah. So that's so, your year away. Whoa. So, Close. so yeah, so you're, so you're about, so you're in sixth grade right now. Yeah. Okay. How is it? How's sixth grade treating it's you? It's pretty good. Yeah. He loves it. Are you in the same school? As who? As, as what you, where you were for yeah, fifth yeah, grade? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. My whole life, basically. Yeah. And where do you stack up? Where are you height-wise in your grade? Middle. In, in the middle? middle? There are really tall kids in my grade. Like, there's this kid that's 5'6". Oh, no. Towers over me. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's doing the whole athlete thing, though. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I um, was an athlete. I love playing sports, but I was I was little, which is, I think, in the end. you tenacious. Yes, exactly. I understood the game. Yeah. Because I, I was never going to be a big well, guy. Sixth grade is when the girls start sprouting. Yes, yes, and yeah. other things start sprouting, yeah, it's all, and it just it just seems like a complete mismatch for like a year and a half. I was that boy at the dance who was like like at boob level with the right. girls. Like, there's pictures of me in a lot of yeah, moments. It's like that because we just went through it with my daughter, where yeah. all of a sudden all the girls are like five six. Yeah, and there's only a couple kids. Yeah. And then it catches up by eighth grade. Yeah. Then also just, in eighth grade, every all the boys are like they're like lurching around. Yeah, their their arms have yes. doubled in size. It took me a little longer. Speaking of lurch, I'm just gonna plug quickly. I'm in the Adams family, which oh, yeah. comes out on Friday. And Charlize is in there. Yes, that. exactly. Whole bunch of people. Charlize, Oscar Isaac, me, Chloe, Grace Moritz, Finn Wolfhard, you know, yeah, Finn anything, dude. Him. Oh, you uh, love Finn yeah. Wolfhard. Uh I just met him. We were walking through into the at the premiere. I yeah. was walking with Finn. I've never met him. He's a nice nice guy we're walking in some guy looks at him and goes hey Joan Jett's here <laughs> <laughs> who's like an 80s rocker chick yeah. and and he that's who does the Ronda Rousey song yeah yeah, yeah. oh oh really yeah. so she and but Finn very good sense of humor was like that's funny that's legitimately funny I was like oh that's cool the kid has a that's sense good. of humor about himself so that comes out on the 11th so I don't know when this is dropping but um but the Adams family I think you'd enjoy it it's kind of more yeah. mature than other kids movies 
All right, yeah. Ben, I think you did all right. All right, yeah, I think I did. You were good. you ben, were nervous at the it. top, but I thought I thought you worked yeah. through it. Um, I thought the fact that I told the sushi story was going to make you leave, but you <laughs> I didn't. I almost died. <laughs> I was dying. Yeah. You got to be yeah. careful when we're in public. Yeah. I, know I know you love Big Mouth and the other terrible shows you watch that I, I let you watch. I but, will. But when there's like multiple strangers around, you just have to that be is more the, aware. It is, it is a, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, I hope, I'm glad, I hope. I hope that you, you, the, that there's some good stuff out of that you're learning and enjoying and entertained yeah. by it out out of it all. So, did you ask a question at that birds and the bees assembly? No, no. You, you ended up not. I was too scared. Probably yeah. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, probably better not to ask the wet dreams question. Yeah, what did that, that clean up? That would have been a. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. wanted to ask it. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's you know the we had I made uh, I the way Coach Steve says how you had a wet dream is he goes. I bed wet thick, <laughs> <laughs> which is then where thick and the warm came yeah. out of. I made thick in the warm. Yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> just to give you some origin story to the uh, the uh, how we come up with the was dialogue. This, was this the weirdest interview you've done in the press tour? So Honestly, far? it was the best. It's the most fun oh, one. Yeah. I'm I mean, glad. give your audience. I mean, I I always enjoy talking to you, but also talking to you. It's it's fun to talk to kids about how they're. What they're seeing and in and and getting from the show and and storylines that are you find interesting because like we want to I want to make sure that you're like that you're digging it and that you get it so all right if the if we ever get funding for the horror movie we'll 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 talk to your please agent let me about know yeah. let me know creepy neighbor yeah creepy neighbor creepy next door neighbor I would love to play a murderer from outer space <laughs> that's my goal Nick Kroll Big Mouth season three Adam's family a whole bunch of stuff and human resources when's that coming out it's gonna be a while. But a while. We got to go. Right. We got to Good luck. Thanks, Thanks for doing man. this. Thanks right. for having me.